Welcome to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast, episode 110. Greetings and welcome to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast. I am your host, Don Cardenas, and I hope you've been having a fantastic week. Uh, apologies to my regular listeners. Uh, the release schedule for this show has been kind of for lack of a better word, fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I've been so busy, and uh, the podcast has kind of felt the brunt of just me missing my usual bi-weekly uh, release times and all that. I'm really looking to getting that sorted out. Um, it might not be sorted out within the next few weeks, um, but as things progress, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get it back on track. Um, like I said before in previous shows, comics come first and i've been very busy making comics and uh i hope that's okay with everybody <laughs> you know um but I, I think i'm over the insanity hump right now with things and while i'm still very busy i think i can start planning a bit more we'll see you know, you know what they say about planning right so but yeah apologies for, for for the craziness with that i'm you know, knee-deep in inking the third issue of Spend the Night. I am wrapping up inks on Evie and the Hellsings 2. We're getting ready to launch that Kickstarter very, very soon for the second issue. Steve and I are working on all kinds of things for the book and new kinds of rewards and things like that and just trying to make it a really, really uh, worthy follow-up to our first Kickstarter. Um, we're really psych psyched for the second issue. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff going. And there's some other things I'm trying to get uh done comic wise and music wise that uh that'll be coming out very very soon hopefully but uh aside from that yeah that's what it is so um i'm looking forward to getting things back to some sort of relative normalcy with my schedule and things like that i won't really hit that i think until my my kids are back in school but that's for, for another six weeks or so so here we are for now just holding on by the seat of our pants trying to get it all done so but yeah, I got a ton of great guests lined up, including today's guest, uh, Minerva Fox. Uh, she's awesome. So glad to have her on. Um, you'll hear how awesome she is shortly. But first up, I have some I have some recommendations. You know, I have some good recommendations this week, uh, and I have three recommendations this week. I have coffee, I have comics, and I have metal. So enough of me making excuses for uh, not getting this show out on time. Let me show you some cool stuff. Let's get to the recommendations. All right, so first up, we have my coffee recommendation. Uh, keeping with the theme of it being Pride Month, even though it is almost over and uh, may be over by the time you're listening to this, um, please do check out Snowdrift Coffee and their Pride Blend. Now, this was offered throughout the entire month of June with $5 from every uh, bag going to the Liam Foundation, which is a Northern Illinois charity uh, organization that helps empower the LGBTQIA plus uh, youth. And Snowdrift is a uh, LGBTQIA plus owned and operated small business. And uh, I've featured their coffees on here before. I was a really big fan of their Penny Candy blend and their Reserva Pacifica blend. And uh, so when they had this come out, I was definitely interested in checking it out. Now the uh, flavor notes in the Pride Seasonal Blend are noted as navel, orange, milk chocolate, and almond. And uh, I tried it my usual couple ways, you know, with French press, with and without creamer and sugar, and then drip with and without creamer and sugar. And uh, I gotta say, for the French press version, it was, the, the citrus notes were like, 
whew, a punch in the face and not in a bad way uh, i normally don't like citrusy notes in my coffee but this were these were done really well uh it was it my favorite no but if you do like citrusy citrusy notes in your coffee it was very very prominent um it was still, it was also very good you know i had no problem drinking it <laughs> it was still very good coffee just not my preference uh but when i switched to the drip uh you know different things come out different things uh kind of uh, uh get together you know the the measurements are a little bit different of everything and this ended up being a really really excellent drip coffee i i really loved it my wife absolutely loved it i'm ordering more <laughs> right after i finish this to make sure we have some around for the next couple of months for her to get a, a a few cups in here and there because she's definitely more of a citrusy person with the coffee and she was really digging this one um i liked it a lot it was very bright um and yeah just really enjoyable um I, they, <laughs> you know snowdrift has not missed at all with any of these coffees i've tried and uh, I really, really do recommend you check them out, regardless of if it's a pride blend or not. They have proven that they've, they know what they're doing, and it's just really, really excellent stuff. So uh, do check it out. Uh, I'll leave a link to the website in the show notes. And yeah, Snowdrift Coffee, Pride Seasonal Blend, or really anything else they offer. Go check it out. For my music recommendation this week, I'm going with the very amusingly named King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, with their latest album, Petrodragonic Apocalypse or Dawn of the Internal Night and Annihilation of Planets. Um, if, if the name hasn't given you some sort of indication, this is definitely some good old fuzzy stoner type rock and it is just a ton of fun um i liked a lot of king gizzard and lizard wizard stuff before um it's just very easy easy kind of uh jammy rock metal to listen to and this is definitely no uh no uh different than any of that it's actually their what 24th album and that's kind of nuts 24 albums but yeah, this is this is also definitely one of the more metally records they've uh, put out that I've heard, and there's just a ton of great stuff on here, and there's um, a lot of in you know uh, lizard <laughs> references with the track Gila Monster and uh, track Dragon, um, and, and it's it's just really fun. It's just really fun kind of barbecue. Uh, doom I, I kind of kind of like put that into that my uh own personal uh, headspace where uh, if i'm out for the barbecue and i'm grilling up some stuff you know this is the kind of stuff i would put on because it's just it's pretty groovy it's pretty uh uh just kind of easy to kind of have on in the background and that's not a, to insult it at all because you can definitely you know pop some headphones on and jam out to this i've done it a couple times uh working on some comics this week and it's just it's just a really really easy album to listen to and i really really appreciate that um there's a lot of just great riffage a lot of a lot of awesome grooves and some great great production too a lot of these um doomy stoner type bands don't have the best production at times but this album sounds it sounds really good it sounds like it, it sounds live but it doesn't sound it it doesn't sound like it's live <laughs> you know what i mean it's got that energy to it that just keeps uh keeps you going just enough 
uh, keeps you hooked in just enough to everything to, to keep going through. And I think it's probably why it's, it's so easy to listen to. It's just got a great energy to the album. Um, there's a ton of great tracks on here. Uh, like the aforementioned Gila Monster Dragon, um, Converge. Uh, I'm just going to go with Opener Motor Spirit just because it's a really great opener. And it's just really, again, really fun to listen to. Uh, this is a, kind of the perfect kind of, you know, it's it's my barbecue jams for the summer. I'm just gonna call it. It's my barbecue jam album for the summer. Uh, I hope you find it. It finds you well too. Um, so yeah, let's give a listen to some Motor Spirit from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and their album Petrodranic Apocalypse or Dawn of the Eternal Night Annihilation of Plants. I just, I, it's so ridiculous. I love it so much. Um, yeah. So I'll stop talking. You can check it out now. Next up for my comic book recommendation, it is something I've mentioned before and um, it bears mentioning again, though. I mentioned it about a year ago when I interviewed the editors of the project, my buds Brent Fisher and Michelle Aminator, and that is The Color of Always. Uh, I am mentioning this again for a couple of reasons. One, it's an amazing anthology and I really think it's worth mentioning as many times as I possibly can. Two, it is Pride Month and it is an LGBTQ plus IA or IA plus uh, created book. People from that community made and stories about people from that community, about that community. And it is really, really beautiful stuff because they are just really great stories. And it's worth hearing those stories from the people who are living them, from the people who are inspiring them. And yes, it's Pride Month, so let's talk about it. And third, it's in comic shops now. It is being distributed by A Wave Blue World, so it's getting a much wider distribution than the original Kickstarter, and that's an amazing thing. And it seems to be doing really well. It's getting a lot of great praise, and I'm seeing just, granted, <laughs> I'm following a lot of the creators, so I see a lot of posts about it, but it's awesome to see, and I really, really think you should go check it out. 
Um, there's this, again, a, a, a ton of great stories. Anthologies can really be hit or miss, and especially independent anthologies. But I, I am not putting any hyperbolic statement on this. There are no weak links in this anthology. There's no dips in quality. You are going to laugh. You are going to get your heart torn out of your chest. You're going to be screaming at the book about some of the decisions these people make. Just like, you know, just like uh, any great anthology should. You're going to go you're going to go through it. And uh, when you're done, you're going to be like, "Wow, that was that was some awesome shit." And yeah, it is. So please go go check out The Color of Always put a link in the show notes to a wave blue world where you can order it and or check out your local comic shop hopefully they still have it in stock i know it's been pretty well ordered so hopefully uh if you're hearing this and you're in the shop you're gonna check it out and let me know what you think because again i think it's a 10 10 <laughs> of anthologies and i'm not just saying that because bud's worked on it um i don't have to talk about it but i am because i love it that much so Check it out, Color of Always, link in the show notes. All right, it is now time for my guest from making comics to Twitch streams to YouTube to just so many, many awesome things. Uh, my guest today is uh, incredibly busy, incredibly talented, and it's been uh, way too long for me to get her onto the show, uh, especially since she probably lives like a 45 minutes from my house probably but, yeah, and, and considering we were both at the same convention and saying hey i'm gonna, I'm gonna go see you today and then we both just didn't yeah <laughs> we tried I'm sure we both tried. yeah i'm sure we both tried that there's several people at the show that, that it was like that but she's here now so i'm welcoming minerva fox to the show minerva thank you for coming on hey thank you for having me don so hey. you, like i said you involved in a ton of cool things uh you you seem to be uh, a woman of many hats, which I can totally appreciate. Um, but before we get into those, I got to ask, comics, coffee, metal, what are you digging right now? Comics. Currently reading Demons of the Shadow Realm, uh, written and drawn by Mangaka, the Mangaka, who I cannot remember the name. I looked at it just before the show. I was like, I'm going to do this, but I don't remember anymore now. Um, the Mangaka of Full Metal Alchemist. And very, very clean, very clean lines getting into it and that's pretty cool i'm also getting into how to be a werewolf by lenore um sorry sean lenore she's a webcomic artist and that's always that one is pretty fun it's very a coming of age mm -hmm. uh comic that i'm really <laughs> i'm actually kind of getting into i've only been like a, a first like 20 or pages or so in but i'm 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 enjoying it right now nice nice All right, next coffee uh um rootless coffee right now Mm -hmm. I just opened a fresh bag of Berry Kiss. Okay. And uh, as uh, my previous bag was no X and espresso because I got the the, the multi flavor pack because it's it was on sale and I will gladly shell out the money for it. So going from the boldness of no X to espresso to the smooth like it actually I can taste the difference in flavor, and that's something that I've been really trying to attune to. Like, why is this Why is this coffee better than this coffee? <laughs> oh, because it tastes good. Um, yeah. So Berry Kiss was a nice mellow flavor, a, a nice mellow compared to No X and Espresso. Mm -hmm. So just been enjoying that. 
um, yeah. for the past couple of days. And once I finish that one, I'm going to move on to my my standards um, from Rootless, which is Damn Fine Cup. And mm-hmm. oh god, the one with the guy from uh, the thing. It's the rug. It ties it all together. Yes. Oh god, that's yeah. That I, one. I can't think of any name of that of that blend? That's that's, uh, that's the bowling my, ball. My... The big Lebowski yeah. one. Yeah, my wife yeah. and I uh, really love that one too. We are mm. I, we're a rootless household, for mm-hmm. sure. Damn fine is our 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 daily driver, as as they would call it in the whatever tech world. Uh, yeah, for, for the usual <laughs> thing. Um, we get we get like the five pound bag every couple months. Um, and, oh, and, there's two of you. Okay, good because th- that five pound bag took a good a good five months for me, but that's just yeah. me. Well, you know, we we go through a full um, pot every day, probably sometimes oh, more. Damn. Um, okay. So uh, it, it used to be just like a salad pot, and then sometimes I would make some more in the French press for myself. But uh, my wife also recently got a couple big cups, <laughs> big mugs, oh, <laughs> like oh, the fifteen okay. ounce mugs. So now, oh we're both, damn, nice. So on the days we're both we both really got the big it. mugs. Yeah, it's like okay, we're running low. I gotta make some. I gotta make some more here. Um, oh, yeah, God. rootless. Yeah, rootless has been it for a couple of years now. Yeah, uh, good I, quality know what, stuff. I'm, you know, apologies to the uh, mm. podcast folks for for me uh, looking this up right now because I I keep forgetting the name of that coffee, and it is really really good. It was like very close to like usurping damn fine for us. Um, out of your element, that's the one. Yeah, out of your I element. just remember the picture. That's all. Yeah, and my buddy Brian Lovell drew that, that drew that label, oh, okay. and, and like, I should remember that. But yeah, um, that one actually was our, our main one for for a good couple of months. But we went back to damn fine. Okay. Um, oh, at C two E two, there was oh okay. I guess I will tell you. I will uh, DM you this later. But there was a another co- coffee place that I got some that they they had specialty coffee with various mm-hmm. flavors. I'm not a flavor person when it comes to coffee, but it was actually yeah. kind of tasty. Okay. Um, like Merlin's Munchies or something like that. Something kind of stoner-like, but it was quite delightful if you're looking for something kind of desserty instead okay. of like a trucker type of get the <laughs> shit done type of coffee like Rootless is. So, you know, I'll tell you that one later. I, I, I I'm not a huge flavor per- person for coffees. Like mm-hmm. the closest I'll get is like um, there was that Bones Coffee Company. I'm not sure if you've seen them advertise. I feel like I've seen them advertise everywhere, but it could just be my algorithms. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, but they had one called, uh, it was like based off of Army of Darkness. Um, really? Yeah. And it was like, it was like a really dark chocolate. And it was really good. It was like super chocolatey. And uh, I think it was called Army of Dark Chocolate, actually. And it was really good, but it was definitely one of those coffees where it's like you have one cup and you're good. Like you don't like it. The flavor is so heavy, like you can't yeah. do it like all day. Yeah, and I like yeah, a the, dark. Yeah, yeah, I like a good dark roast. But if I'm drinking coffee all day, I've definitely been leaning more towards like the medium kind of roast and and all that. You know, I like a nuttier kind of flavor with the coffee. And my wife, t- you know, she tends to like a more citrusy type of flavor. And which which is like it, you, like you're mentioning like you want to like kind of like start discerning these things and I never really did until I started experimenting more with coffee and yeah really and getting and really, in really small batches and stuff and you can yeah really taste the difference especially and when you're yeah 
exactly and there's there's you know and then you know freshly ground versus ground a few days before french press versus drip and all mm-hmm. these things and you know it's fun to experiment and check it out and do all that but you know majority yeah, you know, n- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 99 99 of what i uh of the coffee i'm drinking is drip coffee in my coffee maker that's started every morning um so that's you know rootless has been the 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 uh the champion of that there's a really good local roaster oh, yes. in illinois called yes. snowdrift coffee All they right. are very they are very good um i enjoy them a lot i just actually with with the uh i i actually emailed the rootless guys and like kind of like asked them to kind of have like a a special schedule for oh. my uh, for my uh for my deliveries i'm sure they would do it for whatever customer i wasn't being like super specific but i'm like can it be just like every like eight weeks because it usually was like four weeks it was like four weeks or six weeks they offered or something like that like can this be every like eight weeks or so and that way that gives us that gives me time to like we'll go through a pound of uh, the five pound bag mm-hmm. and then that gives me like two two weeks to like experiment with some other couple other coffees to kind of talk about on the show and all that Oh, you have on repeat delivery. That's smart. Well, I mean, it's just, you get the discount. I mean, it's... it's... Yeah, this is true, but I'm also scared. Like, I don't want to put another (laughs) subscription on something. But it actually sounds pretty good. (laughs) I I, I didn't want to do that either, but Mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, I get the discount. We're going to order it anyway, you know? True. Um, And coffee's, you you know, my wife and I, we're not drinkers. We don't really do anything extravagant. So nice coffee is our like your that's vice our, that's our vice you know that's that's oh, our that's, that's, so sweet. that's our big spend you know that's that your we, shared vice yeah <laughs> um so you know that's that's what that is but yeah the um for snowdrift the penny candy blend and then their uh honduras reserva pacifica i believe pacifica. just fantastic like they're very very close to just like i have their site up right now yeah, so they're, that they're, is something to look into. And they, they uh, for this month, they have like a, a pride blend. Um, yeah, going, that looks really good. I ordered, I ordered that. That should be coming, I think, tomorrow. Oh, I hope it's what? super tasty. Navel uh, orange with milk chocolate and almond flavors. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it, it, I it, dig it, it. You know, and, and if I and if I don't, you know, super dig it, I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll just be good. You know, even if it's not mm-hmm. a new favorite, it's still as better as it's than than a yeah. star than the Starbucks ground from the grocery store or the Dunkin's yeah. or yeah, yeah, Hills Brothers. Yeah, I can't, I can't with those. I'm not, I don't want, I don't consider myself a coffee snob, but I just, I don't like. You do have your standards. There I, is yes. a line. Yeah, like I'm not gonna like, you know, thumb my nose at you if you drink it. I will but, drink it if it's. But necessary. I won't. <laughs> oh, no. I won't. I am. I am like if I need it, I will do it. Yeah. I am not above it. <laughs> I am not. I mean, it. yeah, any port in a storm with coffee, sure. Yeah, I, mm. I, I get it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it's yeah. I just you know, there's so many great coffees, and even like Target and stuff now like carries a lot of not like small but smaller roasters and mm-hmm. roasters I wouldn't normally get to uh, sample without you know like Stumptown. And, and things like that, you mm. know, because I've, I've wanted to order from them before, but like it was just like too much. I had to order too much to justify it. 
True. But now here they have the bags and sometimes they're on sale and things like that. And then there's... And it's right there. You don't have to pay for shipping. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And you're not that much out if it turns out to be terrible. Yeah, Usually exactly. with these smaller ones, they're not. It's yeah. just the pricing no. that, that you just need to work around, work with. Yeah. And I think for, for us, I think um, Snowdrift is like free shipping. So oh, since we're so yeah. close. Yeah. So. I have both. Bones, coffee, and snow drip up, up yeah. now on my tabs, and it's going to live forever in my tabs until I turn <laughs> off this computer. So we will yeah. go from there. Like, yeah. I just got paid on the gig, so I will definitely treat myself <laughs> to both. The um, Yeah, for the Bones, like we got like like a bunch of samplers, and all I can oh, say is that so is... Fun. All I can say is that if you like flavored coffees, like that's all they do is flavored coffees. There's no like okay. regular... Well, with Bones, the sample bags, when, this week, they're yeah. smaller. Oh, four ounce bags? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like exactly. small, dri- like, I do like just one a cup. If I, yeah. there's something for breakfast, I want to make myself a cute set of pancakes, have that with a flavored coffee. That's definitely going to yeah. be my jam. Yeah. But so, if it's a business day, it's going to be just straight <laughs> through this coffee just exactly. to get the shit done. And there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so are, are, do you do, you use like drip coffee do you do you mess with french press or pour over or anything like that you're like no just give me oh, my machine oh i am 100% french press it's just it's yeah. more economic for me okay. and that i don't have to build a huge cup for it i only just drink one cup in the morning and then maybe a little bit in the afternoon and then mm-hmm. i can make it it's just like 10 minutes and then boom i have a cup of coffee fresh or as or i can chill it as much as i want so. nice nice mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, again, I, I haven't done French press in a while, just because when when she, my wife's drinking a lot of coffee, it's you, you know, need the drip. Yeah, we just That's we just we, we just don't do. I should technically probably cut back on the coffee, but you know, you as know. a person who is getting on in age, <laughs> <laughs> I have cut back a little bit. It's now from the two from like two gigantic cups in my in during the decade of of 30 um down to the one cup right now so i was like i'm actually not good and if i if i accidentally forget to drink a cup of coffee which doesn't happen but it has happened i'm not dying of a of a caffeine hangover so there's things yeah it's 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 good to you know enjoy it for what it is but not be reliant on yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I, I, I got, I got the four in front of my age now, so it's, it's, de- it's definitely like you know, I feel like ever, ever since, ever since I hit thirty-five, I felt like every year is like, well, you can't do that that much anymore. You can't eat that. I mean, really, that much sounds anymore. like a challenge, Don. It does. It does. It does. I'm like, okay, fine. I concede to that challenge. Oh, yesterday, yeah. yesterday was a um, workouting. Um, and they had this shake. They would like to go out on the uh, go all out on these work outings, summer mm-hmm. outings. And there was a shake bar, JoJo's Shake oh, Bar. Geez. It's apparently a place. <laughs> you oh, see boy. where this goes? Uh-huh. And I took one. It had all the accoutrement, which it had a, <laughs> a gigantic s'mores, gigantic marshmallow, a swizzle stick with chocolate covered with chocolate chips on it, and a giant ass brownie cookie. In addition to the milkshake. Which is actually not that much. It was like an eight ounce milkshake, which is just mm-hmm. a, uh, just a cup. And I just sat there. I just stared at it for a second, and then um, a coworker is like, "I bet you twenty bucks. I will give you twenty bucks if you finish that." 
And I looked her straight in the eyes like, you're on. You're fucking on. And I started no. chowing down on it. I got to the swizzle stick, and I was like, I can't finish this. <laughs> I got oh. the s'mores. I got the marshmallows. But halfway down that swizzle stick, it's like, mm, I might curl. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm 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 a simple man when it comes to like sweets <laughs> like that. You know, I, you it's know, so I'm, pretty. I, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm the guy who's like oh, vanilla bean ice cream, cool. Mm. You know, there's something absolutely gorgeous about a vanilla bean ice cream. It's very yeah. simple. It's very placating. It gets the job done, and it's a base for additional flavors. Yeah, there's not there's absolutely beautiful about that. That said, I do have my occasional excursions into Ben and Jerry's land, and, <laughs> which, which, you know, I immediately like regret after I finish it. And it's just like, what? well, you know, but I, I regret when I finish it all at once. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Okay. With age, you're supposed to be wisdom yeah. with the wisdom yeah. to realize that you're going to fuck yourself up if you continue yeah. on. This, this, is, this, is, this is like three or four servings done. Not one. Okay. <laughs> not one. Right. Yeah. Not a, not it's, a it's, gi- <laughs> yeah. Not a gigantic gallon. Just a little yeah. pint. Even half the pint. Just the pint. Oh, no, I'm, that's what I'm talking about, the pints. I can't, like, oh. if I eat the full pint now, and I'm just like, I I hate myself. This is Oh, okay, I got some time then. Huh? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. fine after the pint. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who, like, I'll eat salty things, like, all, all day. Like, that, that's when, when, when it's, like, treat time, mm. like, I'm thinking salt. I'm thinking salt and cheese. That, that's, that's where mm. my head's at. So Charmander, nothing like a good charm, a charcuterie board. (laughs) I was going to say Charmander booty board. That's the code word for this household. (laughs) My, you know, my, my go-to weekend uh, snack is like my overly fussed about popcorn. And then like a bunch of like cheddar, uh, cheddar sticks. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You are a charcuterie board, dude. Yeah, it's you can a, be. You can be a lunchable, dude. Yeah, you know, and, and that's uh, <laughs> man. People sleep on lunchables, man. If you make an adult lunchable, like that's oh, the shit. They're, you know, yeah, a real nice cracker. At the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, it's crazy. They have almonds. They have peanuts, and they have some yeah. good salami, not the shit salami. Yeah, some good bologna, some some good sharp cheddar. You're good. Yeah, you. That, yeah. But that's what we, that's what my wife and I call them too. Like, do they have any of those adult lunchables in there? Let's get one of those for lunch. Oh yeah, and they, and they're somewhat nutritious in that they yeah. will keep you going because it's packed with protein. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's not a cheeseburger, you know. No, it's not. <laughs> not a cheeseburger. Far be right. from it. <laughs> no, yeah. No yeah. cheeseburger. It's a good. It, it can hit the spot. Yeah, delightfully. I, I, I live in, within the driving distance of like three Culvers and like two Five Guys. Ooh. It's 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 difficult to like not just want to get burgers all the time, for sure. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know where you fall in the burger wars, but <laughs> I'm in within walking distance of Portillo's, um, okay. that burger joint, and Culvers. So I okay. understand your uh, um, not disdain, but like this is a problem. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a problem. Drive by it and it's like, mm, that smells good. And it's like, nope, that's going to give me heartburn later. <laughs> <laughs> we we tried Shake Shack. There's one that opened up not too far from us. We, we tried it and it was okay. definitely, it was definitely like, 
this is what everyone's talking about type of yeah, thing and of course you mentioned that to anybody who, who has shaken well that's the you know it's it's not like the real one you know you gotta get one that's like in a city or something it's like listen man like oh, if you can if you can only hear my eye rolls right now <laughs> you know it's this is like oh god you know i can go to any culver's and it's good like don't mm-hmm. don't give me it's that consistent. shit like don't yeah. give me that shit man <laughs> if you want to be a chain you got to be consistent exactly exactly yeah. mm-hmm. but um yeah it's i i i definitely uh you know i'm not 100 percent a burger person but for some reason whenever we're out and it's like, what do you want to do for lunch? I'm like, burger? And I'm like, no, that's a bad idea, Don. That's just a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I am always down for a burger. A grilled burger, a smash burger, a specialty burger. Mm-hmm. If it's spicy, yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely down for it. Because I'm... It'll last me the entire day. Especially if I it, have the fries. I mean, it, it, sh- it should last me the entire day. But then, like, I'll act like it didn't. And then I'll just... <laughs> And then it's just like no. This I is can't. where the wisdom is supposed to come in. Is like I had a fucking I, I giant ass burger. I'm I mean, good. <laughs> I mean, we've known each other on Twitter for a while. You know, I'm not wise. Like this is. <laughs> that's not. But that's Twitter. Twitter, you're supposed to be immature. This is the dawn side where no, we're no, supposed to dive I, deep dive into. <laughs> No, I, you see what you see is what you get. Like this is this is what it is. <laughs> no, I am um, a fucking onion. There are many layers that you gotta peel. It's gonna be fucking. Uh, <laughs> um, you're gonna be crying with each layer that you peel through. So yeah. No. <laughs> I, no. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. My my biggest problem is like tacos. That's my biggest problem is tacos. Ooh. You know. I'm. I'm. You know. Father's Day is this coming Sunday, and I'm already yes, planning. Is. I'm already planning my assault to my uh, my digestion system. You know, I'm, I'm, I got all my arrachetta ready. I'm gonna start marinating it soon. Um, you know, I'm I'm prepping up a whole a whole new batch of salsa to roast up, and just like, you know, I'm debating oh. whether I want to make my tortillas or if I'm just gonna use some you know store bought Milagros. You know. <laughs> hey, it, you're you're paying for the convenience of El Milagro. Milagro is consistently good. Yes, and I'll get the job done. And your highlight, the tortilla is just a conveyor conveying system to your yes. mouth of the actual flavor, which is the meat that you're marinating. Yeah. So, right there, dog. Just yeah. save yourself some time on the on the tortillas, okay? <laughs> for for few few who don't know, arrachera skirt steak. It's usually the type <sighs> of steak you get if you pay a little bit more at a mm-hmm. restaurant for for steak tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be really cheap. It used to be like yeah, that used to be the two ninety nine, like two ninety nine yeah. a pound. And then white people discovered it, and then it's just <laughs> no. I mean, white foodies. Discovered sorry, it. sorry, white foodies <laughs> discovered. You know, I. I'm half white. I, I I understand that, but when it comes to this, I am I'm all Mexican. It is. I I I had a friend who I've known for since I was like 15, mm-hmm. and within the past four years, I found out he didn't know you could get corn tortillas from the store. What? All tortillas were flour, and you oh. only got corn tortillas from restaurants. No. Oh, poor sweet child. Bless his and heart. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'll, I'll redact well, his name. Even though he won't, he doesn't listen to this, I'll redact his name for safety. Oh, you I'm sweet like, person, you. I'm like, that is the whitest fucking thing you've ever said to me, dude. And you've said some shit. 
And I'm like, I, are you serious right now? And especially I'm since serious. like him and the person he was with at the time were like, you know, food people, you know, they had that phase where there were food people for a long time and all that. I'm like, and you, you didn't know this. You didn't know. Oh. I said, please tell me, you know, you know, there's a difference between white corn and yellow corn tortillas. And he's like, uh, I'm like, oh my God, like, I can't even talk to you right now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. If, especially if they, if they are a pers- uh, person of food obsession, if they yeah. are yeah, of that, it's... there is some bleeding in of cultural exchange there. There's gotta be some. He, he grew up in Chicago. He should know better. He oh, should know see. better. He should know better for, you know, he's, he and I would, uh, like for over a year, every Sunday, he would come, when we're in our later teens, he'd come over to my house, we would jam, and then we would go to a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. for lunch every Sunday. And like, I mean, like did, you never thought, like, man, this stuff's really good. I can this is spend whole so much more. nature versus nurture, and I think the nature just over overpowered that all that entire phase of his life. And then I remembered several occasions when we came, when my wife and I like went to their like apartment, or whatever, and we like made dinner and I brought corn fucking tortillas. Like, did he just not realize that, like, did I stop at a restaurant to buy those? Like, did you not realize I can get those? There's not like a specialty shop. Like, some things just don't connect. <laughs> uh, that I, happens to me all the time where it just things like, just like, there's a spark in like, Oh fucking hell! Bandicoot's a uh, crash ba- bandicoot is an actual thing. <laughs> I didn't realize that like Crash Bandicoot, I thought was just a made up character, um, but bandicoots are an actual animal, and I did not realize that until very recently. Well, so- you know what? I learned something today too. Then, because I had no <laughs> idea that was an actual thing. I thought you he was can- supposed to be like some sort of like fox thing. He's an animal. So, okay. yeah, you can thank Sean uh, Beast, uh, Brain Beast Studios over on Twitter for that. Oh, Sean yeah, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he broke the news to me, and I was oh floored. It's like, no way. They are Say, real I, things. I had to Google real. just to make sure. They are really fucking cool. Fact check it, Don. Fact check it. Oh, God. They're like mice with big noses. Yeah. There are more huh. things than just mice and rats. And hamsters, well, and well, it, 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 this reminds this reminds me of the time I I I told I asked I mentioned, I made a reference to a quoka, uh, or it was, in, it was in one of my kids' books a quoka, and my wife's like, is that, "What is that?" I'm like, "You've never seen a quoka before." Q Q U O K K A. She's like, "No." I'm like, "You I can't I can't describe this. To you. you have to Google it." And right, I'm not. Uh, oh, right. if this is new to you, do it. Q U O K K A. Quoka. It's it it's, that shouldn't exist, right? That that's like that's oh. that's like some, someone made something from like Disney, and like no, it's like this is real. <laughs> oh, they're adorable! Wait, they're marsupials. They have pouches. Yeah. They baby cocos coming out of the bellies. Holy crap! Wow. Nature is amazing. Nature will always find a way, Don, to amaze yeah. us in any way, shape, or form. Now, do yeah. they have the bite strength of an otter, like a bear? Because an otter has the bite strength of a bear. I have no idea. Because 
that's adorable and I want to hug it, but I don't want to die. Well, if this little thing bites me, like, how could you be mad? Like, all right, little guy, I guess you needed to bite me. Like, it's okay. Like, I I guess I deserved it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what I did. so cute. Quokas. (laughs) (laughs) So, we are are learning lots of stuff today. (laughs) Yeah, we are not smart. We are not, we, we are wise enough to know that we are not smart, that we don't know everything. And I, yeah, thank you for sharing this with this beautiful animal with me today. Mother <laughs> Nature is fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that are fucking amazing, how about some metal? Are you a metal person? <laughs> Considering you have a book called Heavy Metal Sailor Moon. Um... I am a genre casual person i will like anything that speaks to me and metal is does have several songs that do speak speak to me um but yeah actually i've been um i've been back on a 90 uh, 90s and 2000s jam so i've been listening to a lot of metallica a lot of stained um which is more no no that's heavy rock stained is heavy rock yeah yeah they're they're Uh, they're in the hard rock category for sure yeah um, but definitely Metallica and Kill Rose Engage is what they call. Oh, something. Switch, Kill Switch Engage. Kill Switch Engage. Thank you very much. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of that and just really feeling like, why did I? Why did this album speak to me? Oh, because I was very angry at that day, time. Do I feel better about it now? Yes, I do. <laughs> Am I moved upon? Uh, have I moved from it? Yes. But do I still enjoy what it? What? emotion elicits from me like oh my god i was listening to until it sleeps Mm -hmm. on the way home from work today and it was like just feeling the nostalgic feel was great Mm -hmm. but just feeling the imagery that what's his name called what (laughs) (laughs) lars aldrich james James? yes james james feeling his feeling his guttural in the Mm -hmm. back of his throat growl was just like oh this makes me want to really feel like really feel these emotions of like really darkness and feeling like what would it be like if i had a terminal illness if i had uh real anger towards this person how would i move forward from that and it's like these are adult feelings and why am i analyzing this when i'm commuting home but I'm enjoying this. Because like, okay, you're commuting home, and there's 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 nothing more uh, appropriate than like analyzing feelings and stuff when you're on your way home from a commute. As, As opposed put, to like paying attention, paying attention to the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've driven it enough. You know it. Um, oh, I do. Oh my god, I. You know. As someone who has not had a commute in seven and a half years now, mm. or just 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 under seven and a half years now. Um, and my commute was an hour and a half each way. Oh my god! Um, you know, I still, Oof. I still like have like just anxiety about it. If the news <laughs> is on in the morning and they're talking about a crash on the Edens, and I'm like, oh my god, that's like oh another hour. God. You know, oh my this, god, no, yeah, no. There, there is a good commute and there is a bad commute. I think yours yeah. fell right into that category of bad. Oh yeah, where mine is okay. It's good. It's okay, depending on traffic. I think a half hour is like the extent of where I think can consider like a really good commute. Yeah. Like anything exactly. after that, unless it's like, unless you like you actually like your job, I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I 
or at least at the very least enjoy the people you work with it, it, it's definitely diminishing returns for every every minute you add every minute that. thereafter yeah mine is a solid 40 on a on a fall to winter day mm-hmm. whereas and during the summer it's 30 30 to 40 so that is actually quite telling done because of that because like anything over over 40 i'm like pissed as fuck God damn it. I have to drive all my ass all the way here for meetings where I actually could do from home and answer emails that I can do from home and everything like that. Whereas during the summer, it's like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, the the summer, the summer is always the great tease because even for us, because, you know, the only thing that made that construction even bearable was, uh, you know, my wife was doing it too because we worked at the same place. Uh Um, Now, thankfully, you know, she, she continued there for a while after and then now thankfully she's remote at home and, and even then her where she works is like four miles away oh <laughs> that's amazing so it was definitely a life-changing uh uh commute for her when she got that job and now that she's at home all the time it's you know yeah you never know how well it is until you have to move you have to move your ass to it how much time yeah. that sucks up yeah yeah so yeah but no yeah the the summer was always like our little like before construction season it was always like a nice little like we get we got like an extra 20 minutes out of our morning which was nice yeah but you know do count but that commute man you you know and you know we would take turns napping like i would drive (laughs) in she would she would nap in the morning she would drive home i would nap on the way home and then So then you guys are really a pair. You are really like supportive of each other, and that's so. Yeah, we're disgusting. We're we're disgusting. That's that's adorable (laughs) and also so sweet, and I love it. No, it's not disgusting. It is absolutely wholesome and supportive, and I love it. Our 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 mutual goals are to set really unrealistic expectations for our kids' partners. Just, just so they know. Just so they know. You know. Oh yeah, exactly. That is definitely together. a goal that we do that I, I I share with you. Um, that like my husband and I, Alex, we are still most very much in love. And when we did have this, um, did work in the same place. So I guess this is something that every every couple should aim for is to work at least with the same with your partner in the same work area. And you'll definitely be able to tell if they are if they are the one or not. But we have worked in the same office, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, this is. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like this. I get to see him for eight hours, like off and on, but yeah. and then still see him at the at the day after. Yeah, this is great. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and- he drove all the time because mm-hmm. I'm not a driver. Mm-hmm. I I can't drive. But if he is, able, he's the driver. He's the one that uh, lived in LA for a, most of it, majority of his life. Okay. So he is used to driving. It's like I will relinquish <laughs> the wheels to you, good sir. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Relationship it's, goals done, man. Yeah. See, we, we got to him. Mm-hmm. You know, my my wife and I, we worked together ever since. Uh, you know, this job was one we, we I think we worked about. Ooh. 12 years wow. no 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 wait not 12 years i wasn't there for 12 years uh nine about nine years together okay. uh because uh, she, she, she yeah she joined there after i was there for a while mm-hmm. and then i left 
because I was going to be at home dad with the at home part-time gig and then trying to do artwork on the side. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. So she was there for a couple of years long. Um, uh, what? No, just like a, just over a year. Yeah. And then, and thankfully she found this cl- much closer place because, you know, definitely got to spend more time with, with, uh, our daughter and all that after that happened. Yeah. Um, it's real rough. But um, yeah, but it's yeah. still fantastic that you guys still have that you have that rapport, and you have and you continue to build upon that rapport, and that's I think that's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it's it, it's all about you know, it's a joke that we you know giving the kids unrealistic expectations of their partners, mm-hmm. but it's also it's also very true. It's like yeah. don't settle for like you, you want to make it better for them. What better way to do it than to make it better for yourselves? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, but yeah. It's. It's definitely. Uh. You know. And as you know, as a person in a creative field, mm-hmm. you know, having a supportive partner is key. It, yeah. You cannot not have that key. and be successful. I think. Yes, they are your cheerleader, as you are a cheerleader for them. Um, yeah, they can pick up the slack when you are feeling stressed out and you reciprocate as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole lot of give and take and it equals out in the end. Yeah. Especially like if you have, if you have a partner that you absolutely love, stick with them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Cause like just all these different, like dumb instagram reels or whatever i see these videos of these people who like you know they, they're talking like they're all super smart and shit like they cracked the fucking code like oh me and my wife or me and my husband we do we do this and then they they we, we gamify the relationship and we you know basically everything that everyone thinks they fucking cracked the code and they found some new some new relationship hack it, it all boils down to like oh no we communicate with each other how we're feeling yeah and, and exactly. then we support each other based on that Oh, what? Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, like, you don't oh, have to it, turn it into something, into some content over there. It's just yeah. be honest with your person. With yeah, your, this with one. Your oh, God. Yeah, this one that just like drove me nuts. It's like, you know, we stop and I say I'm at 80% and, uh, and it's like, well, I'm at 80% too. Okay, then we talk about, you know, what we can do about that other 20% each one's missing. It's like, you know, and they're, and, and it's just the way they present it. It's just like, yeah, it's fucking communicating, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's like saying, like, hey, it's... I'm not doing great today. Hey, I'm not feeling great today. What do we got to do? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I'm not feeling great today either. Okay, how do we Let's both not kill each other? couch and watch some YouTube. <laughs> oh, or you go yeah. play Diablo 4, and I'm going to go play some games. It's like, okay, uh, we're in the same house. We're in the same room <laughs> together. It's all good. It's just like, I just want to be in proximity of you because you give me comfort. It, yeah, it's like. You know, or like, you know, I, you know, who, who's, who's going to take point on the kids today? Cause. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My, yeah. my 11 year old is self-sufficient. So I forget about that. <laughs> Just check on her occasionally. It's good. It's getting better because my kids, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the guy who gets the things right. Aww. And so, you know, as, oh, they love dad, blah, blah, blah. It's also like, ma could do stuff too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And this is my wife's this is my wife's words. Like she's like she literally tells them, you know, mommy can get you that snack too. You know, like oh, <laughs> walk her. past me <laughs> to your dad who's doing something. Too. Doing yeah. Something. They're fine they're they're finally they're finally getting getting the hang of that. Um, you know, like, oh mommy, you know, 
oh, what, daddy's cooking dinner and I want to get this toy off the shelf or something. Let me go bother dad. It's like, no, mommy can go do it. Daddy's making dinner. Because <laughs> then you're mad because dinner's not ready yet and you're hungry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, yeah, it does get it does get easier as they get older and they become once they hit like maybe like a six or seven year old range, it really yeah. starts taking it, it exponentially takes off. Yeah, yeah. And you then, know yeah. and you know, my son, he's he's a very big sweetheart. Um he's also mm-hmm. very very uh how do I say uh dramatic at times. Um, but he's three and a half. He's going to oh, be dramatic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, he's all about, he wants to help me with everything. And it's like, the problem is like, I'm more than happy to have him help me do things. He's always asked like when I'm like almost done. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> like, oh, daddy, help daddy chop some vegetables. I'm like, I'm literally like on the last tomato right now, buddy. Like I can't, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you should have been here earlier. <laughs> and he's like, is very sweet. You'll yeah, it's it. like so, but you know, he's he's he definitely seems to take an interest in cooking. So I'm going to try to nurture that best I can because I keep telling him that like, is a one skill day, but, that everyone one, should learn. It's like one day, buddy, you can make you can make dinners for us to, one day, and he gets all excited, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, you're excited now. Yeah, <laughs> until I'm like, now, just try doing it every day for the net rest of your life. <laughs> until three until, times a day. <laughs> yeah, until like seven years from now, I'm like, hey, Maddie, what's for dinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, asking me oh you're making dinner what's for dinner <laughs> and then i get then Put i can that go mental the, load on you man and then and then i can go in the kitchen and say where's dinner i'm hungry <laughs> i don't want that but you just said you wanted that dad i don't I care i want something mind. else now. i want a pancake now <laughs> man pancakes if you don't have the if you don't have the ingredients on hand or if you don't have them pre-mixed they're a pain in the ass to make. <laughs> just FYI, just pre-mix your ingredients, like um, your dry yeah. ingredients. And then, I mean, yeah. we have we 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 just have the the I'm sorry, the Pearl Milling Company. <laughs> that um, took me uh, so long to realize that was Hunch of my mom. Uh, the the buttermilk one, and I just zhuzh it up with a little bit of vanilla and milk, and that's you know that's usually what our pancakes are. But um, yeah, I've nice. I've I've, you know, I, uh, yeah, I don't have the wherewithal to like manually make, you know, hand mix, you know, fresh pancakes. And I don't think it's gonna make that much of a difference there. <laughs> no, it's not much of a difference, but you can, you know, save a few bucks just pre-mixing yeah. the flour and the sugar and the salt and the baking powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let the pearl milling company handle that one for me. I'll, okay, let them right. that. I'll concede that to you. Good, sir. <laughs> We were talking about metal. Now we're talking about pancakes. I'm sorry. Um, I am a food person as well. No, I'm not, I kind I'm, of figured that this would skew toward food and coffee. I'm not. I, I'm not complaining. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with some pancakes. Um, I know. I know at least several people who will enjoy the fact that we're talking about breakfast foods. Will, that listen to the show. I know there's several people who will be like, "Yes, more pancake talk, please." Can this be Comics can... Coffee Metal Pancakes? <laughs> you know who you are. It's the only, it is the only acceptable dessert breakfast food. <laughs> I, I will agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you mentioned uh, with your metal listening, you're kind of like in that Metallica, Kill Switch, Engage type of vein feeling. Kind of like Kill Switch is definitely 
more metally, but like that mm-hmm. era metallic, it's definitely like that hard rocky type of sound. Yeah. And now, I definitely uh, skewed toward the hard rock more. Yeah. Something I like to do is like if someone who's not really into metal tells me what they're listening to and all that, I like to get some recommendations of things I think that may, they might like based on that. Yes. So if you're open to that, I have yes. a couple bands I think you would really dig. Hold on. Let me grab my pen. Let me open up my journal. My pen. All right. Lay it on me, Don. If you're looking for stuff that has kind of that, that guttural, like James Hetfield type mm-hmm. aggression and like passion in that voice, mm-hmm. Gojira. Like Gojira? Is, yes. Like Godzilla? G oh yes yes they are a French band they've been around since the since 2000 2001 they're oh. private they, they kind of started off as like a like a, a like a death metal band type of thing they've kind of morphed into more of like a standard kind of not standard but like a a, a more like uh uh I want to say friendly like they they they've, they've changed their sound it's it's not all like death metally stuff okay they're super talented. But they have an album called Magma. Mag. That's the one I got into. That's mm-hmm. the one that has the more, you know, hard rocky metal type songs on it. Okay. Um, Is, are the lyrics in French? Because I no 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 not at all oh, not at all really okay yeah um okay. not at all and then uh they are that one and then the most recent one Amazonia. Is another good one. Like it's, they're both in like in that kind of vein where they, they're very much um, the mag, the album Magma. The 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 band is uh, it's fronted by, uh, um, it it, it contain, contains a set of brothers essentially: the guitar mm-hmm. player, singer, and the and the drummer, uh, Joe and Mario Duplantier. They um and the album Magma. A lot of it is about them dealing with their mother having cancer and and like oh. all of that. There's and and losing her and it is very very like you know until it sleeps and in terms of like just anger Processing. aggression though like 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 the real like but it's that but it's not it doesn't have that the mellowness that the music the instruments have and until it sleeps mm-hmm. it's definitely more in the aggression type but they also kind of have these really like um almost ethereal type like passages where like they're not they're not afraid to like let things just kind of like like mm-hmm. have heavy reverb going on and delay and they just kind of like kind of like letting things kind of sit in like a kind of like a, a thing they're they're amazing they're one of my well, I, I discovered that ago i discovered them with that that album in 2016 and it took me by surprise because i didn't realize i would get this attached to a band like oh, i did yeah. like i did like i was a teenager finding music for the first time you know um definitely them and okay. then this band has gotten a lot of heat right now uh i've probably mentioned them quite a few times on twitter but sleep token okay they definitely are in the the like they have very like aggressive parts but a mm-hmm. lot of it is the like emotional type lyric type stuff but it's very heavy sounding and it, it it's it's just like a really are you familiar with like breaking benjamin yes i am it's it's like 
it's they're not like breaking benjamin but they're in that and it's like that in the way that like you know there's the, some heavier parts and then there's just like a lot of like lighter instrumental type parts but like okay. the singing and the and the lyrical content is very heavy it, it can, it, it's stuff dealing with things and emotions and things like that okay um, okay okay they have they have a new album out uh i think it's called take me back to eden but i would i would first and foremost suggest uh check out sleep token and check out their songs alkaline alkaline okay and the love you want the love you want correct yes and if those two songs are like yes i dig on this then yeah yeah they're, they're for you okay. um and then i'll just toss in spirit box just because i love them and they're great and i don't think they really match any of the things you're going but it's a female fronted metal band but they're they have really if great they are in my range and if i can sing to it I will be a 100%. There's, there's plenty of great clean singing, but she's also a really great, like, guttural screamer. Um, oh, man. I wish I could do that. I cannot. And, I, yeah. Without I, pulling I myself out. Yeah, I, I definitely have a, a, a I think, a, a preference for, like, a, like, more female guttural screamers because it feels more, it feels less like they're doing a voice performance than it is, like, they're just fucking pissed and you know being it's more being, unhinged yeah be and being being a woman in this world like it, it, it feels like there's more reason <laughs> for, for, for this type of aggression to be expo- uh, explored yeah um not that there's not great male guttural screamers and stuff like that uh but yeah that definitely seems to be drawn to but they they experiment a lot with like almost like poppy sounds kind of stuff there's um Ooh, that actually sounds good to me too because uh, i i like i do i have gravitated to help hailstrom as well oh, oh and yeah. i like her Hailstrom's sound great. a lot yeah. yeah yes um the uh for spirit box i suggest the songs circle with me mm-hmm. um rotoscope i like that oh wait all right with um rotoscope what else? Uh, Holy Roller. The fact that you can remember the title names is amazing to me. <laughs> um, and Sew Me Up. So as in we are sewing up a dress? Yes. All right. And there's a couple other songs that are much, that, that are really kind of showcase like a lighter side with more like, you know, prettier singing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, if those tunes, like if you dig those, like um they're also a band that, like there's this really great video of this like young girl in britain going on america's got talent and she's singing one of their songs <laughs> the holy roller yeah. song but that song's very aggressive it's got the screams and all and this is like little girl like i think like eight or nine year old girl like wow. doing the screams and all that and you know it's just kind of nuts but then like when they were touring they brought her on stage to do it because of because of the video that you know was going viral or whatever I mean, at eight or nine yeah. the vocal cords are not developed enough to do that uh, no or shouldn't but, be but she's doing it um wow and and it's it's, right there. That's, yeah if whenever a band does that whenever a band brings like a like a heavier band brings like a kid on stage or something to me it, for me it's just like like all the dad you know all the dad feelings are Single like yes yes i am down their cheek it's like like you are like this is band fun. is endeared to me because you know 
that kid's gonna you know, like they're gonna lead know. the way yeah they're gonna continue paving that road 100 percent. Mm -hmm. so hopefully i gave you some good recommendations hopefully there's some stuff you can sink your teeth into i hope uh you let me know if you liked it or didn't that's fine you know oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why um, i wrote them down so i won't forget because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen yeah mm -hmm. so um that's uh, yeah that, that that that's that's my rec that's my uh forcing metal upon you portion of the podcast <laughs> right there yeah <laughs> sorry i'm just down to guttural noises right now at this point so let's go to youtube music i'm just gonna quickly put in gojira <laughs> yeah make make sure you make, um i would say stranded mm -hmm. is a real good one. Oh, that's that, the first <laughs> that was the first return there you that, go that's okay popular songs but it's also like oof, man I can't get into it now, but that song, that song, uh, that unlocks some stuff for me, man. That, so, but, uh, yeah, they're Joe, the singer, guitar player, mm -hmm. they just the way he screams. It's not that like he does sometimes that guttural death metal type of thing, but his standard, like screaming voice or whatever, like it is that voice that is just like, it's someone screaming out of pain. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it, it doesn't feel like, a a voice he's doing it feels like he's it's coming from him and he's actually had to like he's had to like go under go under training because he's got want to blow yourself out man yeah that kind of screaming is gonna is gonna kill your voice so he's had to like relearn how to do a lot of his stuff and there's like studio videos of when he's recording his vocals and it's just like intense stuff so it's just like I'm all for this, man. I am all for this. All right. That has been added. I've made a playlist called Cardina because that is what I thought of at the time. There you Spirit go. Box. Thank you, sir. I'm always up for right. this. This is going to really update my algorithm here, if I may say so. <laughs> the void circle with me. There's circle with me. Go to add to playlist. Hey, ho, hey. Added. All right. Rotoscope. Uh, and then have we ever, the rest of them have been written down. Oh, sleep awesome tokens. i will do that <laughs> yeah sleep token is kind of like a, a band in the metal community it's kind of like the it band at the moment mm -hmm. um they have like yeah it's and their their image is really interesting because it's like a guy like a, they're all like in masks and kind of like you know very like creepy looking but the music is like hmm. so like different from that it's 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 really interesting uh juxtaposition of everything i'm down for that so, I'm down but, for a uh, lot of things, but man. You'll see it. You'll see it when you get there. I will hear it definitely. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's enough fulfilling the made up obligations for this show. Um, <laughs> let's. let's uh, I'm gonna say let, let's let's talk about what you're working on. But uh, how do you feel about answering some of the many awesome Twitter questions we have? Oh my god. That's what I get for posting that to the to the group chat that I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, let's go for it, man. <laughs> All right. Um, first up from Frankie White. Good old Frankie. Good old Frankie. Um, they ask, "What's your favorite celebratory?" I just finished this page snack. Oh God, what whatever I can make with in from with the ingredients that I have on hand. Unfortunately, which is a lot of ingredients. So a mug cake, I have. Always had a mug, uh, not always, but I have had mug cakes in, in occasionally when I feel like I need something sweet. 
I finished something. I got to ice, ice the hell out of my wrist right now. Um, so a standard vanilla mug cake, mug cake is, has been a go-to on a, after a good hard day's worth, um, worth of work or a really good dinner because I usually put in a good solid eight hours after, um, every weekend, every Saturday and every mm-hmm. Sunday, which is whatever is on hand. Usually yeah. a mac and cheese is always a good one too. A good solid mac and cheese. Just add just additional cheese on there. Yeah, nothing wrong with a good, you know, salad mac and cheese, you know, toss mm-hmm. a couple of, you know, Velveeta makes slices now, like American cheese slices. <laughs> oh man, it's so dangerous. That I'm is telling, so dangerous. I'm telling you, toss a couple of those bad boys in that craft. Oh, and delicious. You're good. Velvety. There is a reason why it's called Velveeta. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give my answer. Uh, not that, uh, anyone really wants my answers to these questions, but I give my answers anyway, cause it's my podcast. So I can do whatever yeah, I want. Do what you want, man. I know. I normally don't celebrate finishing pages. Um, finishing books. Definitely. Oh, that's a good one. That doesn't definitely. occur very often. Um, and also usually yeah. when I, when I finish a page, it's mm-hmm. usually, I'm usually having to do something or start the next one right away anyway. So yeah. it's not really like a breather. So it's like my celebration is like going to bed. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, most of the time I when I finish, when, when I finish a book, I definitely like do something like a, di- like a dinner thing. Like I'll like get a nice, you know, cut a steak or something and, and cook that up or, um, you know, Careful, or we may veer into food territory again. You come back to food. Yeah, I mean, I solid ribeye. We have a really good butcher around here. I mean, <laughs> if you we know, want to, we get some dry and shit, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Um, yeah. But yeah, typically for me, it's like you know, I'll go like a nice dinner thing, or mm-hmm. um, if I finish a book, or you know, I'll just like maybe take a couple days off of doing any drawing and. uh yeah, I, that is that's a good that's a good treat to yourself, man. Even you know, if you're and, chomping a bit for something that you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably just you know end up eating some more of my overly complicated popcorn and <laughs> sticks while I'm watching something, you know, watching an extra movie with the misses or something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, there we go. Okay. Well, well, Frankie, I hope I hope these answers were satisfactory. And when you come back on the show, I'll have to ask you <laughs> for a page. <laughs> yeah, I have, to ask, I have to ask them what what their favorite uh, post. Uh, do writers celebrate finishing a page? I guess they would. No yeah, reason it's not. hard. Writing is hard. No reason Seriously, not to. making sure that it has that it has all the be- the story beats yeah. that you want in that page calling back to any sort of like foreshadowing that you've done that uh, yeah that shit's hard man yeah yeah um well you veering away from food talk oh, let's get into damn. some art talk here oh okay um, fine <laughs> uh ben i am so sorry if i butcher your last name uh from ben humaniuk oh man. Humaniuk? yeah i think uh, so what are your what are three of your all-time artistic influences and one newer example of someone you're learning from God damn it. Katsuhiro Otomo, number one. Number two is Takehiko Inoue. Number three is... 
God damn it. No. It is Rumiko Takahashi. Those are my three major ones. Not right. even Naoko Takayuchi for um for Sailor Moon. They like she spoke to me on a on a girl power level, not an artistic level. Okay. But those three were my were my influence were my major influences. Current influences is Daniel Warren Johnson for his mm-hmm. organic brushwork. Um and his obvious his emotional influences on his writing. Ah, uh, Kian Torme stuff? Yeah. For his clean line artwork. They are just absolutely sexy how clean they are. They is classic Western comic line art form right there. Nice, um, nice. Yeah. Both are sexy in their own way. One is like dirty hot mess sexy. <laughs> and one is clean and prim and proper sexy. So you can guess which one is which. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are my current influences, if anything. I mean, Daniel, like <laughs> his stuff, it's it's he he's one of those people who like he can make a mess make sense. Mm-hmm. You look like you see these just amazing commissions he does or these pages he does and you look at the backgrounds and it's when the you backgrounds re- that get me. When you really look at them, it's like yeah. this is just a just a spattering of lines and brush strokes and it, they're, they're not even like but you see clean in the slightest sense. You see but, perspective. But yeah. yeah. But those you know, these things pop out and and mm-hmm. it's just like damn. <laughs> yeah. And it, Daniel is one of those guys where I don't want to draw like him. I don't even necessarily I'm not even necessarily drawn to that style of artwork. Exactly. But, but, but I can't you can't deny What's the absolute there? beauty, the absolute orchestra symphony that is his line work. I mean, I can't. It's something I, that you want to aspire to, but not mimic. Yeah, you yeah. know, I and that's and that's not to say like I don't have you know fucking murder falcon and extremity sitting <laughs> in my bookshelf right now. Like, of course I do. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah, I feel. I out. have eyes. Um, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like in in the barest level, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's you know, yeah, and. It's 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 always interesting because like I know he's like a huge James Heron fan and like that's like one of his like main guys but like I look at James Heron stuff amazing artist what you know what you know one of the one of the best working but like I feel like Daniel's just got like s- more stuff happening like there's just something yes. there there that, is some organized clutter going on in there yeah there's there's, there's just. The, that untangible thing where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like where you're trying to decipher exactly what is making it pop. Like the first one, that first real, like I've been following his stuff for a while. But mm-hmm. The first thing that really popped was this commission that he did of the Bebop with Spike in it from Cowboy Bebop. And it's just the Bebop, the ship. And Spike's there. He's just some minuscule thing mm-hmm. in comparison to the exact uh, to the actual dimensions of the piece. But it's the stuff that's within it that it feels like it's a lived-in space. Yeah, that there is that there's wear and tear in it, and the bebop is worn and torn, but it is still a piece of architecture and a vehicle that you can really feel that it has been driven, and it's just that type of feeling that lived in space that just escapes me somehow. I was like, how the fuck do you do that? DWJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. 
yeah, it, it's just it's just that thing. He's got mm-hmm. it. It. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got, got it. it. And I'm trying to like, what is it? Uh, there is it. We know yeah. that it is it, but what the fuck is it? How do I quantify it and qualify it so that I can try and get to that level, sim- a similar or comprehensible level of his? I am. Mm-hmm. He's all the way up there. He is at the uh, that eleven of uh, that proverbial speaker where I am at maybe like a seven or eight, and I'm like, how do I crank it up to that point? I don't know. It, I just got to keep looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, burn through my answers real quick. Uh, let's say. <laughs> let's. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm old. Let's say uh, Silvestri <laughs> Capullo. Adam Kubert, um, and then current people, Mike Norton, for sure. Mm. Um, and I, I think, you know, Mike's a bud, but also I think he's incredibly fucking slept on like that. He, this, he, he can draw like anything and draw it well. And it's, and draw it fast. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, he, he's got a new graphic novel coming out um, called the, the, the rock gods of Jackson, Tennessee and is legitimately <laughs> one of my favorite graphic novels I've ever read. And it oh, is did battle pug. Yes. Um, and battle pug's great too. Um, <laughs> oh, Mike's done, Mike's done like everything. And like, but like this one, you know, this book he did with Rafer Roberts, like mm-hmm. it's like the best eighties coming of age movie. And then you just throw in like mutant feral pigs <laughs> with like a, you know, a teenage rock band trying to like get a big gig, trying to get a big gig. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's so eighties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're fucking wild stallions over yeah. here. And then I get, and I guess more akin to like, uh, other new people like sky patridge i i'm really like oh yeah her stuff I'm, is sexy as heck that's another person who is just like you know i I know like one of like my, my weakest points is like drawing female characters just because it's just it's something i avoided for so long and then you know now that now <laughs> of course now i'm drawing i'm drawing two books one with all like females, five female leads and one is the you know, EV in the housing. So EV is the female lead. So I'm definitely going into the frying pan here. So, you know, you I think, quick. yes. Um, so yeah, she's definitely someone I'd look to for a lot of just like the, the facial construction and things like that, because um, she has a really great shorthand for just certain things. And uh, I, I'm still like in awe, a lot of people who can do stuff like that, like just, can make faces look so incredibly detailed and full, but like not put too many lines down. Yes. You know, yeah, that's another thing that I've liked about her. Yeah. On that. Um, and then I, I guess all my friends, like if you're, if, if we're friends on Twitter, trust me, I, I love your art and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to steal something from you. I just don't know what I, but I'm sure I, I'm appreciating something of it because you're all are just getting better and better and better. Like even like my buddy Kelly, Dude, Kelly Williams, likewise. Yeah. God, he posted that this Spider-Man Doc Ock commission for like, or this. Oh, that was so fire. That was awesome. You know, I made a joke about it on Twitter. Like, Jesus, Kelly, what the hell? But I'm really like in real life. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, (laughs) like I knew like you're great. And like, you're getting greater. Like, 
I'm usually there for his grumpy man tweets, but I'm really usually like when he puts out a finished piece on there, it's like holy shit, dude. I'm a psych. I'm staying yeah. for the art. I, I was I was I was texting him. I'm like, what's I'm like, like I've been wanting like to get into watercolors to kind of like just not necessarily for comics or anything. I just kind of want to like experiment and just kind of do that weird thing where you make art for fun. Um. Oh. So I was just asking about what kind of watercolors he was suggesting, all that, and then like he posts that, and I know he used watercolors to color it and all that, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I don't bother, man. I have his Ahsoka uh, Tano piece. I bought it off of him. It's like, is that piece still there? He's like, yeah. I was like, can I buy it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and his colors are so pure. He doesn't muddle any of the colors, and I love no. it. That's mm-hmm. what I love about his watercolors. They 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 just pop so yeah. much it's, yeah it's, it's not these it, it's just it's not, not muddled. no yeah and i don't know i don't know if um uh christine larson does that either i don't know if she uses exclusively watercolors but her coloring and her painting is just phenomenal too see it's i can name a million people so uh, i should move on <laughs> um, you know let's move on to a question where i have no idea what the hell fell is talking about but i'm sure you do and I that do. is <laughs> uh good old fellhound i uh, would like to know would you rather bring revolution to the world or punish people in the name of the moon i'm assuming this is a sailor moon reference here but half, i don't know half of it half, half um the first it. part of revolutionize the world is from magic oh god um revolutionary girl utina um, and then, of course, punishing the name of the moon um, in the name of the moon is from Sailor Moon. But the way that Fel put it down is like, I want to fucking revolutionize the world. God damn it. Because uh, revolutionary girl, Udna, while, while post Sailor Moon and Shoujo and is more of the early aughts type of um, anime, uh, Shoujo anime, girl related, girl targeted anime, it is way the fuck out there it is revolutionary in that it it took in um it had a dueling system and it play it it pushed the boundaries on lgbtqia plus and uh and it had a very highly stylized look where it had the bolt lines of where where demon slayer has the bold lines but i think it kind of took off from the bold lines of magic, uh, revolutionary girl Utina, um, in, in just that style standpoint, just looking at it from a really bird's eye view and very generalizing and simplifying it. But yes, I would revolutionary, I would revolutionize the world instead of punishing in the name of the moon. Cause right. you need to have that deep intrinsic change instead of, you know, punishment. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. And former guest and definitely needs to come back on a less right at less right ass. Several <laughs> questions. Actually, thanks, Les. <laughs> uh, let's see if we could plow. You know, no offense, Les. Let's see if we can we can like uh, get these done quickly. Uh, so uh, we're not because both of us uh, we're chatters. So we're going to keep going and going and going. <laughs> yes, we are. Apparently. Um, so what is blue troller? Blue Troller is a word that I made up because I was angry and I wanted to make a an account that deliberately antagonized people. 
And then I just kind of went back to what I was and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do art. <laughs> so blue troller, blue as in the color that I absolutely love, which is the color blue and troller mm-hmm. as in the troll underneath the bridge that just um, stole goats. Billy goats bluff. Yeah. Sort of when, you, when, you, when you started talking about it, I'm like, so is blue meant to be this like the, the style of aggression you'd use? Like blue comedy being a little uh, more... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uncouth let's say <laughs> oh, um but no no okay okay that, that makes sense um yeah that's a long convoluted story of it all uh what is an anime you love that not enough people talk about oh god i'm such a casual anime viewer that i think everyone that's talking about it is it because it is well deserved <sighs> i was actually thinking about that ever since i saw that tweet on uh, thanks less now i'm thinking <laughs> about it and i don't want to think about it but not an anime, but a manga. Um, I forgot what it's called, what its original Japanese name was, but from Tokyo Pop, um, the initial run of Tokyo Pop, I forgot what it was called beforehand. When they started running the the translation for Sailor Moon, they also simultaneously ran this um, translation for this noir, really, not really procedural, not procedural. No, it wasn't procedural at all detective story called ice blade where this cold um this cold detective just in tokyo japan would just he would do his own thing and he would find find the the culprit and deal his own type of justice and it was a very dark very heavy inked lots of black spots everywhere some abstractions in the artwork as well um that just really stuck with me and I forgot about it for a while. And then I came back to it back in my early twenties and found a scanlation of it. Cause it was never fully translate. It was never f- translated past like the first three Tanko bonds mm. um, for the th- first three trade paperbacks for, um, for it. So I finished it and I'm like, huh, this is really, it's just really like ink splatters, broad brush strokes abstractions of how kai this detective this cold-blooded detective from tokyo (laughs) japan would solve these murders Mm -hmm. and i'm like huh this is like i think it was i i think it's revolution i think it's something that people should talk about some more all right because yeah it was something from the 90s i think it was cool it's pretty cool but yeah all right yeah and uh what is a comic slash movie slash other form of media or a form of entertainment that is peak Minerva, whatever that means to you? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um... Shit. I guess that's whatever is tickling my fancy at the time. And right now, my fancy of the time is a Demon Slayer, Slayer because season three is going on right now on Crunchyroll. And also another one that I stumbled upon is my love story with Yamada-kun to level 999. I love these goddamn titles, Don. You have no idea. (laughs) It's another anime that is kind of shoujo, but slightly older women targeted. It's a romance anime where these two people um, fall in love, IRL, and also in-game. But they know who they are. And there's no none of the contrived tropes of shoujo anime romance rom-coms where it's a misunderstanding 
they are navigating their own awkwardnesses together. And I think that's what's refreshing about it is that they are communicating and the friends around them are communicating to each other and they're up and just generally positive toward each other. And they're trying and they're not like, oh my God, he said, she said, versus like, is this what you mean? It's like, yes, this is what I mean. Oh, okay. I think I like you too. All right. Kiss. Now kiss. Mwah! Yeah. That's peak, that's peak Minerva right now. Les, <laughs> I hope this answers your question, man. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll answer my version because I have a quick answer. Uh, Pacific yes. Rim. Pacific <gasps> Rim is taken on. Um, you, got, okay. you got monsters. You got fighting. Mm-hmm. You got um, people just... Uh, you know, the, the, no need for real character arcs. You just you just do the thing, um, mm-hmm. and then and then a, and then a bunch of sappy dad stuff. Oh, there's then, sappy dad stuff in that. I've never oh. actually watched it. It's been one of my things that I need to watch. Um, it's it, it's not super prevalent, but it, it's there. There's, there's 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 like there's a couple you know sappy dad I mean, moments. Is it entertaining? It's entertaining, right? Oh, I it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, then there yeah. I will I will I will get to it then. I'm it's literally good. talking to my buddy Ben Dewey about doing a live stream where we because the what tenth anniversary is coming up, so oh, like, we're going to so talk late. about our, we're going to be talking about our ten favorite things about the mm-hmm. movie. Um, yeah, that that that's I think that's what what's and also goof some goofy humor. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I like <laughs> that, things that don't take itself too seriously because that's yeah. my life all the way. But yeah, um, yeah one thing that I liked about that I've heard about Pacific Rim is that a lot of the shots, like the, um, the camera shots are very grounded. So it doesn't feel fake. Yeah. I mean, Guillermo knows what he's doing. He, he, he he definitely made that feel. And then there's like a couple of characters that, yeah, the, he, there's a couple of characters that, especially the comedic comedic relief with Charlie day. And I forget the other actor's name, but he has a great job. They definitely feel like characters out of an anime. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe that's um, why I should like it. And so, yeah, it's it's you know, and you know, Idris Elba being Idris Elba, Charlie Hunnam being, oh, I didn't you know, he was there. you know, yeah, yeah, he's he's you know, he's the uh, one of the main characters, uh, oh, nice and shit. gruff, you know. <laughs> oh, I like a gruff man. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, and right. then you know, yeah, it's just Con- kaiju and mech with yeah, Idris Elba yeah. being a gruff man. Yeah. Okay. It, All right. Yeah. And there's also a cute dog in there. So, you know, a oh, cute little. Okay. Little... All right. I'm always um, down for a cute dog. And and some truly atrocious Australian accents, but you, <laughs> you, you just go with it. It's fine. Okay. I'll go it's with fine. it. It's fine. All right. Um, okay. Finally, let's ask why is May 22nd such a glorious day? Because Les and I share a birthday on May 22nd. We are the peak Taurus <laughs> and Gemini cusps. We are very grounded and very airy, and we will turn on a dime on you. That's why it's the best day ever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you, Les, <laughs> for, for your questions. Um, and uh, we made some jokes, but yeah, definitely go check out uh, Leslie Julian's stuff. He's uh, Savage Wizard is one of my favorite single comics that have come out in the past couple of years, and I know they're making some more. So yeah, mm-hmm. Les is just awesome. So thank you, Les. Uh, for the Take 50 questions anyway <laughs> oh god oh man ah, anyway um 
Well, well, whatever. I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but we do kind of have to talk about the stuff you're working on. Uh, oh you gosh. have some pretty cool things happening, uh, comic wise. So, uh, if you can kind of let us know what the uh, what the happenings are with that. Oh my gosh, what am I not working on today? All right, so um, I will be at San Diego Comic-Con this July 19th to 20th or whatever. I'm going to be on the Friday and Saturday on that, representing Cueto Comics, the first all-Asian, all-female comic book publishing company. I will be um, debut. We will be debuting um, issue four and five. I have have been a part of issue four, and it's been a blast. It was a blast doing it on that um, power trip that I had. (laughs) <laughs> um, earlier this year, just plowing through that artwork and everything like that. I'll also be working on a couple of pages for Sequential Potential Tom- Comics, a um, p- publishing company that takes academia items like scientific abstracts, social commentary abstracts, and condensing them into comic form. And I am very excited about doing that. That's just something that I've never really touched on. And I will be working on that in the next coming months. Um, I will also be <laughs> working on a, is it young? No, middle school graphic novel that I would say is Avatar Little Witch Academia are the touchstones okay. that you should be keeping an eye on. And I am unable to speak more about that, but I will definitely speak more about that as uh, release time comes upon. I'll definitely be working on that over the weekend. And last but not least, on the personal side, I am a, not a huge Warhammer 40k person, but I do love the lore and I do love making the models and I do love painting the models. I do love actually playing the game, but I'm making a fan, another, another fan comic <laughs> of <laughs> the lion versus angry, angry, Angron, the war primarch of, oh fuck, I forgot the name of the chaos God, but it's lion versus Angron and it's just a lot of shield bashing and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Just a lot of violence, a lot of armor, a lot of um, uh, angsty edge, edgelord 2000s, because that's where I hail from type of situation. Um, <laughs> that's my fan comic <laughs> of the day. See, so, yeah. you, you see, everybody, when I said she was a woman of many hats. I, so many hats. But so it's all line art hats. It, well, it, it, also the the streaming, the uh, posting the the videos oh, on yeah, YouTube. Oh yeah, I do that, do that, don't I? Um, yeah. General yeah. Twitter shenanigans, like it's oh, so many it's a lot. I'm sorry, I am so <laughs> not sorry about all the shit that I say. Uh, it 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 it's it it's uh impossible to deny how hard you're working on everything and i'm oh thanks really <laughs> glad to see your success with everything and it sounds like you got some really really awesome stuff lined up especially that education one i i kind of did something like, like that, that a few years ago oh you did and uh yeah there's a company um they contacted me they it was like the fastest job ever. It was like 12 pages in a week. And oh, wow, dude, props. They weren't great, but they were okay. Um, okay. but that's they were all, like, that's fine. It was like they, they're like doing STEM stuff. So they wanted to create Ooh. like a narrative about a thing they were going to build. Oh, like a, like a little vehicle. They're, 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 they're going to mod this like remote control car and to do like some other things. So they Ooh. wanted this narrative of like why they need this vehicle. So it was oh, like this cool. whole thing and like, yeah, it, it, you know, working with them wasn't the greatest experience. I don't think they're around anymore, but 
um, especially because it took it, it was one of the few times I thought, am I not going to get paid for this? Are they really not going to pay me? Um, but they ended up doing it. But yeah, it was uh, which is it, good. It, it was definitely I'm fun glad. to have like participated in something that's oh, it's going to be leading to something educational, and you know, yeah. it's refreshing. So, it also gives you hope, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it, it's it, it's to me, it was like yes, because that's what comics can do. We can do whatever the fuck we want them to do. Yeah, it is. So it's that flexible. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right, Minerva. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm gonna have to have you back on because we, if anyone can't tell, we barely scratched the surface here. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's just, it's just a teeny tiny itch that we got. Yeah. There's a big gouge that we got to get through, you know. Oh, you know, uh, once once this uh, some of these projects are are you know getting closer to fruition and all that, uh, mm -hmm. have you know we'll have we'll have less come on too. I'll both of you on. Oh my god, and, both of us at the same time. Will you be able to handle it? Oh, I'm just gonna sit back and let you two run the show, and I'm just gonna oh, okay. I'm right. just gonna chime in with like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, uh -huh. and then I will post uh -huh. it, and then that's my work. That's it. That's, oh, okay, all right, that's hey, easy easiest. For me. Easiest podcast ever. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. I would love to uh, to to bounce off against Les. I did not just say that, but I did say that. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because as as I've been doing this this will be the hundred and tenth episode of the show. Oh, and as hey. as while there's no shortage of cool people to to talk to for the first time, there's a lot of people I want to bring back. But then I've been having this thought of like, I should just start pairing people up. Like, you know, why don't I get like Frankie and fell hound on at the same show. Like, what's that going to be like? Why, 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 do, why don't I get like you know Les and Minerva together? Like, why not? Let's see how. Let's see what goes there. Uh, I think it's, it, a lot of it stems from um, having having a uh, you know Michelle Abinader and Brent Fisher on, and yeah. just having so much fun with those two. You know and, that would be nothing but food if you put me and Brent together. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, when I mentioned the person listening for pancakes, that's definitely Michelle. So you know, <laughs> be all pancakes all the time. Um, yeah, Brent, Brent, Brent and Michelle are great. I've I've said this before, but like, if mm -hmm. I ever had time to do just a, a general bullshit podcast of like whatever we're thinking or whatever we're doing, those are two of the people I would love to do it with every week. Okay, all you right. know, they're just they're just they're just great, awesome people. But like mm -hmm. stuff like that, so you know it, it'll probably happen. I you know, I know I know Les is working on another Savage Wizard. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. So, but you know what? You, you, no one needs to be promoting anything to come on this show. Um, first and foremost, I'm here you know. to bullshit, man. That's yeah, bullshit. I mean, there's there's Twitter's for promo podcasts. Mm -hmm. Let's have some fun, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that here said, for it, man. That said. Go check out all the Minerva shit. I'll make sure to show uh, there's notes in the show notes below where you can go to links and, and check out all her awesome stuff. And uh, Minerva, if you can let them know where they can find you on social media. Okay. You can find me most of the time on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch on at blue underscore troller, blue as in the color, underscore troller as in the thing underneath the bridge that'll eat you. Um, <laughs> YouTube will be art at art by Minerva Fox, I believe. Or maybe it's, I think it's actually Minerva Fox art. So check it out there. And you can find all the rest of my stuff on my website, which is art by Minerva Fox, where you can have my uh, access to my online store for copies of Heavy Metal Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon Deliverance Acts 1 and 2 and various prints uh, that I usually do sell at conventions. But since I am mostly local, 
If you're on the national side or continental U.S., best to check it out there. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, it'll be really easy for you all. You just look in the podcast description. There'll be links to all of that stuff. So I don't know why I make my guests repeat it, but I do because I'm cruel. Anyway, mm -hmm. Minerva, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. I had a lot of fun talking about just actually food for three-fourths of the time. <laughs> that, it, it, however it goes, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. down for all of it. Roll with everything. Yeah. <laughs> the right. ebb and flow. Yeah.